Welcome to the Jurassic Collective Podcast, where we cover everything Jurassic, movie cars, and so much more. So saddle up and let's get this movable feast underway. What's up, guys? Jurassic Vic here, and welcome to episode number 11 of the Jurassic Collective Podcast. Today's guest is fairly new to the Jurassic Park building community and is just getting started on his Jurassic Park project. He has a 1994 Jeep Wrangler and resides in Kenneth, Missouri. Welcome to the show, Tyler Niemeyer. How are you? Hey, Victor. Doing pretty good. Appreciate you having me on, man. Yeah, I'm glad to have you on. Try to put a different spin on things. Usually it's people that are finished with their projects. And um, actually, my friend uh, Dwight mentioned, hey, you should interview somebody who's just getting started. So it's kind of like a, a live um, kind of like a Q&A with like how to do stuff or if you have like any questions or if you have any um, you know, any other information that you need from, you know, for me that I can help you and get you started um, in the direction that you need to go. Oh, gosh. Well, where would I even start? Uh, basically, well, how, about, uh, how about we start? How about we start? We'll start simple. Look, OK, let's get let's get this started. And just, you know, tell me what got you into Jurassic Park. Oh, well, that's an easy question. Uh, I'd say 1993, I went to the movie theater. It was with my grandma. And it was a couple of weeks after the movie had came out. And what I remember most about it is that we were the only ones in the theater. It's kind of like a private screening, you know, pretty cool. And uh, as a matter of fact, the same thing happened when we went and saw The Lost World a couple of years later. It was just the theater, just me and my grandma, just like a private screening. It was pretty nice. It's something like that stuck with me. And I've always had the love of dinosaurs and um, even probably stems my movie car interest was from Jurassic Park as well. Okay, and then when I'm assuming when you got older, um, something inspired you to build a Jurassic Park Jeep yourself. So, what was it that kind of inspired you recently to to get this project going? Uh, when I very first saw it was a uh, a Fiction Auto YouTube video, and it was um, on his video on Jurassic Jeeps, and that's what very first got me introduced to the motor pool and that was well, that was a few years that was a few years ago but I ever since then I've been uh, searching for that perfect Jeep you know trying to find it I was living in Chicago at the time now I'm back down in uh, southeast Missouri and uh, finally found a Jeep and here I am today getting ready to get this project started so how long did it take you to find um, a Jeep within you know, within your budget, within your standards of, of, a, of a decent platform, um, what would you say um, the amount of time it took you to find one? Uh, I would say it took me probably a good year, over a year to, to find a good one and within my price range and uh, something I wanted. So I know like uh, in, in where you're at, you're in Missouri, and I know it snows a lot up there. Um and I've I've been there before a couple of times, and I know how cold it can get. Did you have trouble finding a Jeep that wasn't that didn't have too much rust? Uh, I did, and that was the biggest problem with when I very first started looking. When I was living in Chicago, it was even worse. Uh, but down here in Missouri, yes, there's a lot of people like to leave their Jeeps out in the yard and just sit it there. So you get a lot of problems with rust. But the one that I found, uh, I'm pretty happy with it. The guy had truck lined it top and bottom, no rust. It was a pretty good deal from from what I could tell. 
Um, with your Jeep, are you uh, are you building it for screen accuracy or kind of you know kind of close enough or what? Which route are you going with that? I would love to make it as close to screen accurate as possible. I know it's a it's a hard you know hard undertaking finding all the screen accurate parts. Um, I know uh, I've got a set of fogs from you personally, and I appreciate you for that. Shameless plug. I do sell <laughs> Napa fog lights for a hundred and was it one hundred and ten bucks? I think I I, I charged you. Yes. I think it's one hundred and ten bucks. I uh, ship them for free, and I do have quite a few of them. So if anybody out there needs. Um, you know, close enough fog lights. I got you covered. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> oh yeah. Perfect. Appreciate you for that. And yeah, so got everything, uh, trying to get it close enough. I don't think I'm going to go with the interior carpet. I think I'm going to go with, uh, since it's already truck bed lined on the inside, I might just paint it the dark green. Uh, do want to find some seats, everything else. Um, uh, I worked on it. I found new old stock side steps. That was rare. Um, found the bumpers. Wow, new old stock sidesteps? Uh, yes. That's yeah. impressive. Found those on uh, eBay. A guy from New York was selling them. And Lucky. Yeah, yeah. Hopped on that right away. But, so, uh, and, and, your, and your Jeep is, uh, it's not a Sahara, is it? No, it was just a uh, Sport, just an S. Okay. Yeah, it was, uh, so I'm trying, you have to go back and convert it to the Sahara, you know, kind of uh, what's the word? You know, not remodel, but restore it back to its yeah. original condition. Yeah, and there's and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I did that with my last Jurassic Park Jeep project when I built um, the one before. I'm, I'm currently p building one now. I just painted it yesterday, but the one before that one, I built a JP29, and that one was a, a base, a base uh, Wrangler. It wasn't a Sahara, so it right. didn't have any of the the, the correct um, factory Sahara parts. Um, so, you know, little by little, I pieced everything together. I found the Sahara, uh, front and rear seats. I found, you know, some, well, I'd use my fog lights that I sell. Uh, and then of course I customized the uh, door panels, which is a lot easier and cheaper than trying to find factory Sahara panels. So you just paint them green. And, um, I do have these pouches that I have made that I sell as well. Another shameless plug. I sell them for 220 shipped, um, and they're door pa uh, pa pouches for your door panels. And then. You know, I just got his factory center console, painted that one green, and then I bought some aftermarket uh, car uh, green carpet, and I installed that as well. Um, I mean, it, it can be done if you don't have a Sahara. I mean, if you just got to be patient, and you have to be willing to to truly just get comfortable with searching for parts very often. Um, you know, even daily or every couple of days, get, hop on Facebook Marketplace, eBay, or Craigslist. And then you'll eventually come across some screen accurate screen accurate parts, and um, and the the plus side about well just it just depends on on your ability to find these parts. The plus side about finding about buying a base Jeep that's not a Sahara is is it's it's a little bit cheaper than buying a Sahara. I think I saved like two or three grand um, buying a base model over the Sahara version. Uh, and then I just kind of pieced the parts together myself, and I was able to build a Jurassic Park Jeep for you know not 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 too much uh, not too much money. And yeah, and then there's more of them out there, right? Yeah. You know, so, so, you know, it's more availability, um, yep. more likely to find the one that you know has no body rust or anything, you know, underside rust. Uh, in my case, uh, the base model that I got, um, I'm probably going for you know 
close to screen accuracy, but also as much of the budget as I can. So trying to get as uh, everything with close enough details and but I do want to go uh, with the major stuff about screen accurate paint, uh, all the details on the outside exterior of the Jeep I want to get correct. I just got through painting my rims. They're done. They're red. Uh, got the uh, interior for the most part prepped and ready. But uh, but just waiting for the, the paint. And I seen that you had yours done yesterday. It looks really good, man. Yeah, it came out. It came out pretty well. Um, I always get so nervous on painting these cars because, like I've stated numerous times, I, I'm no professional. I, I don't. I don't really know how to paint a vehicle. I just watched a bunch of YouTube videos, did a lot of research, and kind of just winged it. And so far, um, my paint has lasted on all of the cars I've painted so far. Um, my 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 first Jeep that I painted, it's been already a year and a half almost going on two years since I painted it. And so far I have zero chips, nothing, nothing has fallen off the, the that, that vehicle. So looks like I, I guess I'm doing it right because, um, you know, I think the most important part is, is prepping the, the Jeep and then, um, applying the paint because if you don't prep it well, if you leave some sort of oils or grease on the primer or whatever it is that you, the service that you're painting on, um, if you keep it, if you leave it contaminated like that, that paint is not going to stick for a very long time. And that's one of the problems my first Jeep had before I painted it, I shop painted it and the paint lasted six months and it started flaking. So it all, you know, it's, it's all put all your effort and all your, your, your money on prep work. I, I think more, more than anything else, that's probably number one importance of, uh, of painting, a, a any vehicle really. Uh, yeah, I, I agree definitely. I uh, kind of learned my lesson uh, with the rims part of it. I, like you, I'm no professional. This is my first project vehicle ever, so any step along the way, you know, is like a learning experience going forward for me. Uh, but uh, as far as the paint goes and the frustrations with that, definitely uh, they say 90% of the painting is in the prep work, right? So Absolutely, yep. So have you, um, what, what all do you have uh, so far? You got the fog lights, you got, uh, well, you painted the rims. Did you get the, uh, um, are you, when are you, when are you going to be ready for paint? Uh, technically I'm ready right now. I could do it right now. The exterior parts are all added, bumper extensions, uh, fog lights. I'm missing a winch still, but that could be added later. Uh, I got my BFG altering KO2s coming in. Uh, awesome. I got, yeah, I got three of them, two to go. Uh, and with the rims being done, painted red, I mean, it, that thing's ready. So did you already get your, uh, your stencils and all that for the paint, the decals no. and the kit, the decal kit? No, I have not. Uh, I already know, uh, what's his name? Kevin Costick through the motor pool group. He, he, he sells the stencils. Uh, I'm probably going to grab a set from him. Yep. Yeah, I got I got to plug in uh, Kevin. So uh, Kevin owns 401 Graphics. He sells sticker kits for your Jurassic Park Jeep. He has T-shirts, hats, and other J uh, Jurassic Park accessories. Um, and actually, uh, if if you use my code, you go to his website www.jp.401graphics.com. Use code Jurassic Vic, no spaces, and you'll receive 10% off your order. Uh, on anything on the website and that's and and Kevin and 401 graphics is is probably the main um, uh, main place that does that 
provides all the decals, the door decals, the Jeep logos, the stencils for the numbers that go on the hood or on, and on the fenders. Um, they, they, they provide most of the, most of the Jurassic Park builders out there with, um, with all of these decals and his decals, um, they're definitely approved by me as being probably the most screen accurate that you can get. So I've seen a lot of people get decals off of eBay, please, for the love of God, if it's not 401 graphics, don't get them off of eBay because they're usually, they're usually using the wrong logos and the wrong sizes and the wrong everything. Just Stay away from eBay and uh, just get it from jp.401graphics.com. Literally have heard nothing but good things about 401 graphics. And uh, so it's definitely in. And not only do they have the decals and stuff, but they even have the the small things, the Ramsey Winch decal. They have yep. screen accurate raincoats, yeah. uh, you know, different apparel. They have the decals for your cooler. Yeah, that's pretty coolers. funny that they yeah. have a little decals for your igloo <laughs> coolers. So I love that. there's, I mean, everything that you need if you're building, whether it being, um, you know, a Jurassic Park Jeep or a uh, Jurassic Park Explorer or even a, a tribute vehicle, um, more chances than, than not, they're going to have something that you can use on your vehicles or even cosplay at that. I think it has even like cosplay stuff too. Yeah, I think so. So, um, so what what have been some of the challenges that you faced so far uh, on your build? Uh some big challenges have been uh, electrical. Uh, when I first picked up the Jeep, this guy had the previous owner. I mean, uh, had modded the Jeep. They he put LED light bars on the front bumper where the winch should be. The headlights were of the halo LED type. Yikes! Uh, even the even the parking lights on the front uh, were replaced with LED spots. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of, lot of different things like that, and I've noticed um, different things. The brights, it's either brights or nothing with my headlights. That's my situation right now. Oh, no. uh, one side of my blinker doesn't work. I figure when I do the prep for painting, is when I'm really going to dig into that electrical side of this stuff. But, I, but everything else, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with it purrs like a kitten runs great you know mechanically it's just fine so how long do you think it's going to be until you actually start to um start painting and and laying down the red and all the other, other things uh, what's your kind of goal well it's going to be a uh, magical day when that happens i'll tell you uh, uh my goal is uh, probably to set up shop uh i have a uh a little shop out back that I can I can use and uh, probably gonna set everything up in there and start up the prep work on painting uh, my main thing is is I'm probably gonna do the uh, the prep work in the body uh, there's a couple areas I need work on a couple of bondo on the hood and a couple of dents need popped out but uh, other than that, I'm just going to usually follow the the guidelines that uh, the website has for the for the reference for the Jeep. Okay, and uh, are you going to go with a single stage um, low gloss sand beige, or are you going to decide to go gloss sand beige, or have you decided which uh, one you're going to do? Oh uh, yeah, I'm glad you asked. Uh, yeah, I've been thinking about that. I, I like the look of the gloss, but honestly, I think I'm going to go with the 
the low gloss metallic, the, the screen accurate color. My man, Tyler. <laughs> Very good. Good choice, man. Because I'm telling you, I'm telling you, Chrysler wasn't screwing around when they designed this color. They designed it with with uh, having it uh, a semi-gloss uh, finish in mind. So mm-hmm. whenever you apply this color, it's going to be like no other color you've seen before. Every single time I paint a Jeep, it always looks so different. No matter, um, you know, no, it's it's all in, in the in the lighting and the, the sun, if there's sun. It reflects light so differently, and that's the beauty of the low gloss. Is that uh, the low gloss metallic? It has so much metallic in it that it just it's a it's a such a unique color. And being on a on a Jeep, it, it looks like it belongs on there because it's it's not flashy and, and shiny. It definitely grabs attention. Just the beige itself, because it kind of it's a unique color. It's like a color you've never really seen before. And whenever you you know, apply a gloss, which everybody has their reasons. Um, I'm not going to knock on anybody that that has has uh, put a clear coat, a gloss clear coat on their sand beige, but it does change the characteristics of of that that beige. Um, and you can see it when anytime you see a photo of a gloss um, sand beige. I do know that you know, like my friend Troy, he put gloss on on his jeeps because. Um, that's, that Jeep is a workhorse for him. He takes it to conventions and there's kids and all that stuff, all, you know, different people climbing all over it, touching it. So he felt that, uh, with gloss was uh, easier to maintain. Um, but I mean, it just, I feel like 100% sand beige should definitely just remain, um, low gloss over, you know, a gloss clear coat, but that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, and I think, uh, well, obviously your opinion are matched with, with Chrysler and Jeep too. So, because that's the that's the color that they had designed specifically for that Jeep that year, or you know. Yep. But and so, it's I mean, and it's it's so it's it's so great because only ninety two Jeep Wrangler Saharas had that color, and that was it. Only there's only one year that it was introduced. Yeah. So, what part of the build are you most excited about? Ah, well, I think uh, where I'm at now, uh, I'm right now, all that's left to do is get that puppy ready for painting, and I'm ready for it, because uh, w- once, you, once you, you're done with the painting, I mean, that's what makes your Jeep a Jurassic Park Jeep, right? Yeah, I mean, without that's, yeah that, that's the then, greatest challenge. Yeah, uh, everything else can come after, if you will, you know, like, it's, once you get it painted, though, that's the difference maker and that's what makes your jeep something special so how do you how do you think you're gonna feel whenever you're whenever you pull out that jeep from your driveway uh, with the beige and the red taking that first drive can, can you just imagine that <laughs> that feeling that feeling of triumph just driving out out of your driveway like that for the first oh. time oh yes i'm gonna have that jurassic park theme blaring you know <laughs> You know, sorry neighbors, but you know this is what's happening because <laughs> it, it'll be a long time coming, and it's almost like a like a dream to me at this point. You know, I've yeah, thought yeah. about it and put so much work, uh, blood, sweat, and tears into it. So, so really looking forward for it to get done. But I'll tell you this: um, definitely as definitely as fun as it is to drive these vehicles, um, it truly is to me. I think that probably that's comparatively as good as ex- or as exciting as driving it is is building it and, and p- 
piecing it together and sourcing all the uh, the screen accurate parts. I think yeah. that I think the chase is is what's most exciting to me, and that's why I just continue to build dif- different jeeps because I just I love finding a good jeep, a good base. I love finding one and then starting to piece together the parts and then start ordering all these parts that I need for it and then you know go into the paint shop and buying that sand beige and the performance red for performance red and then just seeing this you know stack of brand new um pieces of 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 that that are going to eventually uh create a jurassic park jeep i think that to me is probably one of the most exciting parts about it as well yeah i mean it's the journey right uh, absolutely it, you know it's that's what makes it makes it all worth it in the end. Uh, you you spend all your time, your money. You work hard and get these screen accurate parts. You work hard, working actually on the Jeep, fixing it up, turning it into something you know better than itself. But uh, but yeah, it, it, it's just uh, it's an awesome experience that I'm not uh, taking lightly. I'm kind of soaking it in every step of the way. It's it's really cool. Yep. And, and there really is no rush. Like I've said b- before no. in other episodes or even like, you know, on, online is that um, there's there's no rush to build a, a Jeep. At least there shouldn't be. I know I know it's exciting. I know people are eager to build these things. But like I always say, it's it's not a sprint. It's it's a marathon. So, um, you know, for example, when it comes to the red stripes, you got to make sure that these things are 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 correct or at least laid down correctly um you know do you have a certain method that you you're planning on using to try to make sure that the stripes are are, are even um yes uh well there was a um there's a video that's actually on the reference page um that kind of briefly discusses that and then i'm probably going to get the rest of my painting knowledge body art you know body painting from the from youtube or something like that but my plan with the red stripes is uh tape it all off do the measurements make sure my lining is correct all the way down the sides of the jeep and then i'm just gonna after the sand beige tape off my numbers tape everything off you know hit the windshield and just try and hit all the stripes in one go make it as smooth and even as possible Yep. So I know I know some people have used um, lasers to try to straighten out the the stripes, and I guess that is a, a method. Um, but I mean, I, I I'm old school, I guess. So yeah. either that, or I just don't have the right equipment. You know, you know, but that's neither here nor there. So, um, but what I what I do is I I do my measurements at the top of the stripe. So you know, you have the measurements that are the standard measurements, and then to yeah. angle it. Um, make sure that to make sure both are even, I just measure from um, each distance in between, you know, the, the line, the taping, and make sure that it's the, 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 the same distance on the top than it is at the bottom. So I know it's not kind of drifting off. Um, and also, because because the hardest part is the rear stripes, the ones that go over the fender flares. Those are the trickiest ones because of the illusion of that flare. It curves out. So it's really hard to keep it straight. So what I do, this is crazy. You can call me crazy, call me whatever you want. But this is what <laughs> this is what I do. I take about like 
I get about like maybe two feet away from, or at least as much as I can, because I have a small space where I'm working at, but about two feet away from the Jeep. And I get a credit card out of my wallet. I put the credit card right up to my eye. And then I make sure that that stripe is going straight over the fender flare. I know it's kind of hard to explain here. And hopefully one day I'll make a how-to video on how I do it. But I just, to double check to make sure that stripe is going straight and not angling when it goes over the fender flare. You know, you just get the credit card. You put it up to your eye. And then you can see, you can use that, you can use that to make sure that it's going straight, you know, yeah. straight over the, the fender flare. Like and that's record. just, yeah, that's just something to, you know, make sure that, you know, things are going the way how, how, how they should. I mean, I'm not sure if that's the best way to do it, but that's certainly a way that I do it. And so far it's worked perfectly fine. Yeah, I wouldn't have any complaints on, on any of your builds that you've done. You know, I've been, I've, I've seen photos and stuff. I'm... You know, it's it's really nice work, so got to give you props for that. I really appreciate that. You know, I've worked really hard to kind of um, build where I am today, and it's yeah, I've had I've had my mistakes in the past, and I was able to to um, fix them and make them better with 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 each build. So um, it's you know it's 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 a it's a learning curve, and um, the more I build, the the better I get at it, and the faster I get at it. So it's it's just fun seeing how how far you've you know you can come from from the beginning yeah and um uh i'll tell you it's a lot easier when you have uh folks like yourself uh or anybody in the group everyone's just very helpful uh in the workshop group uh, anything you want to know need to know anything uh can be found on there and folks are willing to help you out which you know it's invaluable yep Absolutely. The, um, the community, the Jurassic Park building community, um, it's definitely, it, it's definitely helpful whenever, uh, everyone does their part and everybody helps each other out because, um, you know, it's just, that's, that's the point of a community. It's to have that type of, um, that type of help for others that are just getting started or that just, you know, have a question later on down the road. Yeah. It's what it's all about. So have you decided what number you're going to choose? I have. Or is that a secret? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm going to choose the number 099, Jeep 9. Okay. Okay. And uh, any reason for that number in particular? That number is my favorite number. That's really basically it. It's a number that pops up in my life more more often than anything else and just kind of stuck with me. It's not one that's seen in the original movie, but, you know, I kind of want to Kind of want to fill in that gap, see maybe what Jeep Nine would have looked like if, if it were shown in the movie. Yep, and that's and and anybody that's listening, um, I know a lot of there's a lot of confusion like um, that. Oh, there can only be one Jeep uh, with the specific number, but um, no, we don't we don't plan that. We don't we don't you know say oh I'm gonna have this number so you should get this number. Um, it's just you know if you want to go screen accurate and and you want a screen accurate number as well then. Um, you know, you're the people, people do that. If you want to go screen accurate and choose a non-screen accurate number, that's also perfectly fine. It's all personal preference. Everybody has, um, you know, there's sentimental reasons why they choose certain numbers. Usually I chose 12 because, um, since I was a kid, I've always loved that scene with Dennis Nedry and driving that, that Jeep through the rain. Um, yes. so that's one of the reasons why I chose that one. And also because of the fog lights on the top, um, I really like the way how that looked and on that Jeep. So 
that's kind of why I had that connection um, with 12 specifically. Yeah, I can see that because uh, that was actually one of my favorite scenes from the original movie. It's almost it's almost like a horror movie scene. Yeah, the way it's the way it's played out, it's re- really well done. And uh, and yeah, that that jeep, you know, in the rain with the fogs, all those spots facing the different directions. It's really really nice. And uh, so 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 as far as uh, your Jeep Nine. Are you planning on adding any uh, any uh, overhead fog lights or anything like that, or are you just going to kind of keep it like the other ones? I would love to add overhead fogs eventually. So I think uh, with the light bar, I am going to choose the, uh, the option to to, to have the plate. Those. Yep. Awesome. Yeah, that's and the, yeah, you should you should definitely look into it. Um, you you can go the screen accurate route with the uh, with the Jabsco lights, but um, you know that everybody knows that those are a little pricey. But uh, yeah. now there's there's alternatives that are exactly the same, very, very um, not exactly the same. They're incredibly um, similar, and I I have used those before in the past on one of my builds, and um, yeah, you you can't really tell the difference on anything um, on them between each other. Uh, unless if you hold them next to each other, um, the neck, the the lining on the neck is slightly different. But I mean, the only way you'll, the only no, the only person that's gonna know that is is gonna be, you know, the person that actually has one right next to a Jabsco one. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you should definitely add some lights eventually. Um, it's um, it's a little tricky putting them together, the customizing the, um, them with the extra pieces, but. I'll tell you this, um, those are, those lights are so beautiful once they're on the Jeep and they're 100% worth it. Oh yeah, definitely. And, um, probably the off brand route is, uh, what I'm going to go, go with. Uh, like I said, I'm trying to go as screen accurate as possible, but remain on a budget. You know, I have in mind, uh, a YouTube video I'm going to make, you know, try and make a, a Jeep under a certain amount, dollar amount. And, uh, so anyway, yeah, trying to find those lights, uh, I, I found some online, some offshoot brands. It, you know, it would be nice. I noticed there's a, a guy in the motor pool that's making 3D printed the rings that go around these these lights, and uh, I thought that was really neat. You know, that's something that you could mass produce. All right, Tyler, what are your top three favorite movie cars of all time? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> All right, top three. Number one, got to be the Jeep Wrangler from Jurassic Park. Which uh, which number? Mm, that's a good question. I'd probably say Jeep 12 with the lights. Excellent choice. Yeah. Excellent choice. Yeah. Uh, then I would, uh, oh, let's see, I'd probably go with the Ghostbusters car, the Ecto-1. Okay, very cool. Are you excited about the new movie? Uh, yeah, I am. Uh, Afterlife, yeah, it looks pretty yep. good. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to see that Ecto in action. That's probably the most the thing I'm most <laughs> excited for. Uh yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, man. I can't wait to see it. Uh, oh, which uh, I guess the the third one would probably be. Uh, you put me on the spot, man. How could you do that? <laughs> <laughs> the Wiener Mobile, the Oscar Mayer Wiener. <laughs> oh, how'd you know? Oh, no. uh, I'd probably uh, probably go with the Back to the Future, the DeLorean. <clears throat> okay, yeah, that's that's definitely a a popular choice. That's I mean that's that's what's Iconic. on my background. 
That's oh, on, that's on the background right. of my on my computer. Yeah, it's the, the DeLorean. <laughs> I, I love that car, and hopefully one day I'll be able to afford to to, to build that that project. But I mean, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that's that's way out of out of budget anytime soon. <laughs> well, I did see your uh, your Toyota truck, the Pizza Planet. That's nice. Oh uh, yeah, man. my little pizza. Oh, I love that truck. I yeah, it's cool. I drive it. I, I've been driving it every day now since um, and my fiance is driving uh, my SUV. And um, so I was like, yeah, just drive it for as long as you want, I guess. And I've just been driving around my Pizza Planet. I've been kind of alternating between the Pizza Planet truck and uh, the Jurassic Park Jeep. Um, but yeah, the, the Pizza Planet truck is it's just it's a comfortable truck. Um, it's such a it's such a good truck. It's old. It's like a 94. It has like almost 300,000 miles. And that thing is it. It just drives so nicely. Like Toyota, you you're awesome. Yeah, those yeah. things are amazing. So it's definitely a fun vehicle to drive. And then it's so funny seeing people's reactions because I always feel like um, it's it's a subtle build. You know, like mm-hmm. the other day I went I went to um, I, I went to like a drive through and um, the girl there was, um, you know, just like, you know, just like, oh, hi, here's your order. OK, oh, my thing. And then she looks at the truck. She's like, oh, my God, Pizza Planet. I'm like, <laughs> yep, that's right. Pizza Planet. <laughs> and it's it's so funny seeing people's reactions. Like a Jurassic Park Jeep stands out pretty, you know, pretty. I'd say it's a pretty obvious Jurassic Park Jeep, but the Pizza Planet truck's a little more subtle. So it's it's funny to see people's reactions whenever they see it. Yeah, they almost like they have to come into focus. They have to get closer for yeah. them to realize what it's from. And I think I think what I like the most about it is um, whenever I'm, like when I, whenever I go to my mom's house, um, I have to drive through a kind of a sketchy part of town and i always feel like whenever i'm driving that truck i'm very low-key nobody pays attention (laughs) to me because it's like this old rusty looking yellow truck and nobody looks at me so i can go to like a gas station or something i feel like i'm not drawing that much attention it's (laughs) it's a nice little stealth uh vehicle and it doesn't stick out like my suv or like my Jurassic park jeeps that's that's what's nice nice about it yeah very nonchalant i mean uh Life's too boring to drive, or life's too short to drive boring cars. I messed Ex- that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's right. I, I that's agree the right one hundred percent. Yeah, and and that's and that's that's something that I said the other day. Is I, I honestly, I, I just want to drive movie cars for the rest of my life. Like I, I don't, you know, I, I can, I don't need a a Mercedes, BMW, or whatever. It's like just give me a movie car. I'll drive that. That's sure. I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So, are you gonna be uh, joining uh, the national meetup next year? Uh, is it going to be in Branson again? Where is More it? than likely, it's going to be in Branson, Missouri. Yep. And lucky for you, it's not very far. No, it's not. I go to Branson all the time. In fact, awesome. uh, in fact, my you know, I had family there at Branson when the last meetup happened, and they send me all these pictures. I'm like, what? oh man, what's yep, going you missed on? It. Should yeah. have been there. Yeah, it I wasn't know. really advertised that well. But so, do <laughs> you um, do you uh, ever go to the uh, the celebrity? What is it? The celebrity car museum? I think that's what it's called. Hollywood car museum. Celebrity. Uh, car? Yeah, and I think that's the, actually the museum where the aficionado guy. Yeah, his yeah, Jeep. that's yeah, that's Scott. Uh, he bought uh, aficionados. Jurassic Park Jeep a few years back, and he wanted uh, he wanted my Pizza Planet truck, but I just got the Pizza yeah. Planet truck less than a year ago, so um, <laughs> you know I wasn't ready to, to trade it in. But he ended up he ended up fi- buying um, one of my friend's Pizza Planet trucks from California, and now it's sitting in his museum. So ho- I'm wow. hoping one day, whenever I finish one of my builds, <laughs> it'll be at his museum. So that'd be yeah. pretty nice to have a yeah, one of my builds at uh, his museum. So hopefully one day. Right. Goals, right? 
Yep. <laughs> so yeah, so the so the national meetup will be in more than likely will be in in Branson, Missouri again um I would, next year. So I would love uh, to be there. Count me I in. I should I should be I should be there uh if all goes according to plan and um you know, hopefully I can, you know, hopefully I can actually meet you in person over there. Hey, that would be great. All right, Tyler, you know, I appreciate you coming on and talking to me for a little bit about uh, your start on your Jurassic Park Jeep project. So um, I wish you the best of luck with it. And if you have any questions, you know, you can always reach out to me and I'll do my best to help you. Um, And where can everybody check out your uh, content online so they can see your progress? Uh, Facebook and Instagram at Jurassic Jeep 0909. All right. Well, there you have it, people. So again, Tyler, thanks so much. And uh, I will see everybody else in the next episode. Thank you, Victor. Thanks for listening to the Jurassic Collective podcast. Support the show by hitting that subscribe button and check out Jurassic Vic on YouTube and Instagram for more Jurassic material. I will see you guys next week.